0: Hi, my name's Emily King, and you are listening to Hockey and Stuff, where I talk a bit about ice hockey, and a bit about being a noob of a fan, and a bit about other stuff. Hi, and uh, yes, I'm probably at this point, so it's the 9th of December, I'm probably about... Is it four or six games behind? It's fine, it's a Sunday. It's a perfect opportunity for me to basically just put hockey on in the background and catch up, but not before I have a chance to talk about the Bruins at Maple Leafs um, and uh, New York at Bruins. We'll talk about Bruins at Maple Leafs first, um, which is from sort of near the end of November. Um, and it was like a really fierce game that they played in Toronto. Um, and they got you know, and, and even though toronto got like an early lead which they managed to keep up it was it was a nicer game to watch than uh, the previous game which was um bruins at canadians um, which was just kind of completely unsportsmanlike i found whereas uh, with maple leafs they actually had the anyone spent much time in the box uh, between teams and um, even though it ended with a 4-2 win to the leafs it was it was a really good game except for that final third period, where we ended up with an empty net uh, on the Bruins side uh, while the score was, like, you know, Leafs ahead. And I get, you know, having that extra person on the ice like can really help you to get a chance to score and stuff. It felt like a really bad idea to go empty net when the score was Leafs 1 ahead. Like, you might manage to even out and maybe get the game to go into overtime, but actually in i feel like empty goal is kind of the kind of thing you do when the when the score's even and you you really think you've got a chance um but the the, the bruins were behind and because of that the the score increased further setting them away and meaning that they had no time to even up put it into overtime or anything like that so i really think that I, get, you know, I kind of get why going empty nets, so that you can have that extra player on the ice that isn't a goalie, but at the same time it feels like a really bad move to do when you are not even with the opposing team? Maybe that's just me. I mean, I don't run an ice hockey team, what would I know? Um, but the Islanders at Bruins game that followed that wasn't, I found, as exciting. Certainly not in the first and second periods. Um, it was you know there was little action um, to see, um, and it, it kind of didn't really kind of get much more exciting until they were more than halfway through the entire game. Um, though it was nice to see that Marchand uh, ended his seven-game scoring drought at that time. Um, I haven't caught up enough yet to know obviously whether or not he's managed to keep that up, because um, obviously Marchand's been playing with a different line uh, for weeks because of uh, injuries to his teammates so that i feel like has been having like a major effect on his play then uh, at the end of the second we had oh kreichi really got smashed at the end of the second um did not look happy um did did a lot of pain at the end of that game or near the end of the second rather um but you know they ended up obviously drawing the end of the third period and having to go into overtime, Um, but there was just that beautiful goal that Donato made in overtime to make it 1-2 to Bruins, which was just fantastic. Um, It was just so nice seeing him get them out of that spot. So um, the other week, I wore my jersey, one of my jerseys, one of my hockey jerseys, into the office, and just um, got asked, like I sometimes do, "What is it?" Because it doesn't look anything like any other sports tops for popular sports in the UK. It doesn't look like a rugby top, doesn't look like a football jersey, doesn't look like obviously anything to do with cricket. Um, people are like, "What the hell is that?" Um, and so I point out, obviously, you know, I like ice hockey quite a bit. Just about how, you know, you know, I, I was really into it and got more into it for the last few years. And they're like, oh, well, have you ever, what, have you spent time in, like, America or Canada or something? Because, obviously, you need to go to a country in order to get into something that's incredibly popular in that country. And I'm like, no, just really got into ice hockey after reviewing NHL 11 on Xbox 360 back in... Not NHL 11, rather, NHL 12. Uh, in 2011, the Xbox 360. They're like, what? And it's like, yeah. It just seemed like a completely foreign concept to them. And when I think about it, it probably is an incredibly unusual way to get into anything. You know, viewing a video game of it. And then wanting to take it more seriously. But actually, it's a compelling sport. There's so much variance in how things can play. And there's a lot of skill involved. I mean, it's, you know, you're, like, you're, you're skating around at, like incredibly fast speeds, you know, faster than what obviously people tend to run, um, and having to maneuver this tiny freaking piece of black stuff just around the ice and get it into incredibly tiny goals which are filled up usually with incredibly big burly guys. Um, or at least they're big and burly once they've got all their kit on. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to stereotype goalies here, honest. Um but you know, it's it, it's amazing anyone actually manages to score when you think about just all the things happening in a nice hockey game, from speed to accuracy, um, and then of course there's things like checking and stuff. So you know, it's amazing anyone manages to do anything. Um, but yeah, they they were just kind of like, oh, how can you be into this? You you've never seen it live, and I'm like, I'd love to see it live, and you know. Maybe next time I go up to the States, maybe I'll go during the season and try and catch a Bruins game. But for the meantime, I'm quite happy watching live these few times that I can, and just generally catching up. And again, living in the UK, massive advantage of not having, you know, the the, the game scores spoiled for me on national television. Makes it a lot easier. So I've mentioned before that I like to knit, and that sometimes I'll knit whilst watching games and stuff. Okay, cool, cool. So I have been thinking what I might be able to do to obviously knit something that shows my continued support for the Boston Bruins, Um, or Ice Hockey. I've been thinking about things. I am wondering if I should try to delve into the depths of Ravelry, which is like this massive kind of um, user-generated kind of lead knitting crochet kind of side basically with like tons of tons of free and paid for patterns that have been either created by kind of like amateur crafters shall we say or yarn users uh, and, and more professional kind of um, individuals um, though I have bought through Ravelry some kind of duff patterns that I've then had to fix which is really annoying um, but yeah I've been wondering and it's kind of like because. I mean, I know... So, so, so if we were looking at a fandom fandom rather than sports fandom, as it were, something like that. Um, so when people have tried to like recreate, like, I know, like the scarves from the houses out of Harry Potter, they've tried to be quite precise about the colours of yarn that they've used. And it can be quite hard, actually, really, to, to track down something that does match. And I am wondering, obviously, like, you know, the black... Of a bronze uniform, reasonably easy to recreate. Um, you can pretty much choose almost any black, and it'll probably be fine. But the yellow, now that, that's a bit trickier. And obviously, like getting in some bands of white, again, easy. But it's the yellow that would be the the trickier color to pick out correctly in yarn because there's there's huge variation. And I'm like, what should I pick out? I probably would knit a scarf though. Maybe a hat. And again, maybe somebody's already created some Bruins uh, appropriate knitwear and accessories on something like Ravelry. Um, I would never sell it, but it'd be for my own, own joy wearing something that was kind of like created by me to uh, wear while starting about and still look weird. And actually, to be fair, if I went out at least in knitwear versus like my Bruins jersey, people would probably think I was supporting my local rugby team except for the fact that that doesn't have any white on it so they might be extra confused that's it for this episode if you are interested in following me on twitter you can find me at emkingma you also follow me on instagram at emily Jane, that's J A Y N E, King M A. And if for some reason you really like geeky things, I suggest you check out my main podcast at nerdassemble.co.uk.